You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 175 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. Today, I want to talk about the kinds of stories that we tell ourselves that can really mess us up. And they do. They are stories of comparison. I referred to this in episode 152, just before Christmas. It was the episode called Holiday Memes. I want to expand on that today. The reason I'm doing it is because With the internet, with our focus on social media, we're challenged by comparisons much more than we ever were before. We always have been with advertising, with uh, different forms of media, with magazines, etc., television, but now... We are being bombarded with images to compare ourselves to 24-7. And if we're not diligent, if we're a little lax about it, we can slip into a dangerous comparison with other people and start to feel insignificant. We start to feel less than, and this is definitely not the kind of story that you want to be telling yourself. Let's look at social media. I love the power of social media if it's used intentionally, which means you go on to social media with a purpose. Let's say you're building a business and you know exactly who and what you're looking for. And you go through that maze of social media and you find the people the right people to talk to, to connect with, to build good relationships with. That's intentional. But when we're just browsing the web, you know, jumping from one person's profile to another, this is what often happens. What do we see? We see pictures of people uh, having a great time, We see them uh, on vacation. We see them, of course, smiling. We see them looking sexy. All of those images make us smile for a moment, but they can also start to make us feel, wow, look at how exciting everyone else's life is, and mine is boring and drab. That's where that crazy narrative begins. And if you let it get out of hand, it will really, really shrink you down. And you don't want to do that to yourself. Think of this example. 
Beer commercials and stories of comparison. Years ago, I had a conversation with Al Waxman, who was um, an actor here in Canada, a very prominent actor. In fact, he also had a starring role in the American detective series called Cagney and Lacey. He played a lieutenant in that, Lieutenant Samuels. Al was a big guy. He was heavy set. And he was talking to me one day. He says, I hate beer commercials. I said, why? He said, because you'll never see a guy like me in a beer commercial, yet we're the guys who drink the beer. What do you see? You see sexy, hip, cool, often millennials having a great time. They're bonding and creating their fun and having all of these they're having like life is a party, right? They're attracting the opposite sex, etc. And it's all related to some brand of beer, which is a complete lie. You know? I mean, think about it. If you drink beer, if you're really hooked on beer, you will develop a hefty body like Al Waxman. So that now, we can compare ourselves. We can go, wow, you know, if I drank beer, I could be, you know, in a, I'd have a better social life. I would have, I would have, I'd feel more sexy. I mean, the worst example years ago was the advertising with cigarettes that made smoking so, so sexy. It's very powerful, a very seductive story. Well, right now, you're being bombarded with these quote-unquote seductive, sexy stories everywhere you look, especially on Facebook, Instagram, etc. Because everybody is putting their best face forward. You need to stay on guard to recognize your strength, your uniqueness, your beauty. Some of you might be saying, yeah, sure, I just know that I'm not beautiful. Let's talk about nature, for example. Let's look at nature. If you take a walk in the woods and you start admiring and appreciating the variety of trees, what do you notice? Some are tall, some are short, some are straight, some or swirled or spiraled. We appreciate them all. The trees certainly don't go, I'm a straight tree. I would feel so much better if I were a spiraled tree. We don't think of a tree as being perfect or imperfect, but we do it to ourselves. We must learn to embrace the perfection of our imperfection. Another example is in the animal kingdom. I love this one. Let's take three different dogs for a moment. Chihuahua, a bulldog, and a Great Dane. Three very different breeds, totally different size, and each one with a different look. Some may prefer owning a Great Dane. I know people who 
absolutely adore bulldogs. And then there are many people who just idolize their chihuahuas. Now, I don't think you've ever heard of a case of a pet owner who owns a chihuahua having to take that chihuahua to a pet shrink because the chihuahua has developed an inferiority complex. And it sits there and it tells the shrink, I'm losing sleep at night. I feel awful about myself because every time I see my, my image in the mirror, I want to be a Great Dane. I'm too small. I'm too this. I'm too that. No. So you're thinking, yeah, I know, but, you know, they're inferior. We're superior. <laughs> Are we? You know what the difference is? Self-consciousness. The animals have the gift of not being self-conscious. We have this power to reflect on ourselves, but if we let it get out of hand, it turns into destructive self-consciousness that creates stories, it creates narratives. Remember, we are basically storytelling machines. So we have this gift of language that is so powerful and we can use it to communicate. But what do we do with it often? We use it to push people away. We don't use it to communicate. We use it to isolate. And then we use it to torment ourselves with dangerous comparisons, comparative narratives, comparative stories in which we cast ourselves in minor insignificant roles and cast others in major significant and superior roles. We're the extras in our own movie instead of being the stars. We have control over that. But we've got to make the decision and take responsibility in order to rewrite that story and cast ourselves in the roles that we deserve. And you deserve a great role because whether you believe it today or not, every single one of us is beautifully unique. And we'll only be able to see that and appreciate it when we stop creating these comparison stories. It's a habit we've got to break. There's a great 20th century poet, T.S. Eliot, and he wrote wrote many poems. One of his most famous ones is called The Love Song of J. Alfred Prufrock. And There's a famous line from it. There will be time. There will be time to prepare a face to meet the faces that you meet. Isn't that wonderful? I'll say it one more time. There will be time. There will be time to prepare a face to meet the faces that you meet. Remember those words the next time you find yourself comparing yourself to somebody else and casting yourself in a rather negative light in relation to them. Remember when you go on to social media. Remember that 
everyone is preparing a face to meet the faces that they meet. And don't give too much power to those faces because often they're just not real. Create your own image for yourself, an image that excites you, that feels right, that is empowering, and live into it. To help you start doing that, begin with the question, how can I change my story and change my life? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.